Don't be such a silly grin. It's the same old thing. We've checked the dictionary. Now here's a commentary on life abroad and all it brings. Immigrants, expats, we are British and black, living across the sea. So why don't you join us? Just we cat and just we nats and pour yourself a cup of tea in the morning as you listen to our podcast weekly. Our podcast weekly. We have just bundled into the car. Yeah. And we are on our way to Chamonix. Woo! Where all the Brits go. Where, Where all the Brits go. Where that cliche. <laughs> <laughs> so, people, we are literally. Oh, God, Oh. oh. Saw that. Oh. Um, people, we are literally. It took us how long to get ready, Kat? No, but I, do you know what? I think it's normal, Nay. Who gets ready in 15 minutes these yeah, days? Yeah, and Boy Boy's here. So, excuse me while I turn on the car. Let's see what this engine is saying. We've got to go get some petrol. Chamonix is about 50 minute drive. It's going to be about 50 minutes from us. So yeah. So hence we've got a car situation. Uh, we haven't done an oot and a boot for so long. I know. I, so, I feel like when I got my car, the oot and the boot. Did it start? Why does Catherine got all independent? I got my independence, guys. Miss Independence. Yeah, I got my independence. I don't miss, miss, you. never let a man. Uh-uh. Do, do you remember that one? Kelly Clarkson. Miss, everyone, when everyone thinks about independent women, Miss Independent, they think about Destiny's Child, right? Yeah, but Neo did one as well. Yeah, but I don't think it aged I don't wanna, well. Yeah, but I don't want to. You don't like Neo, Catherine? Do you know what Neo did? What? I swear, Catherine. I've not heard. God, I swear I told you. What did Didn't you? Didn't he? Um... Oh, don't know. Can we say? Well, yes, we can. It's, it's <coughs> out there as fact. Didn't he allegedly, allegedly, um, tell his wife? To have a hysterectomy, didn't want any more kids. Oh my god! Then cheated on her. Oh my god! And had no. a baby with someone else. Oh my god! And then and then left her with this hysterectomy. Ladies, what? never have hysterectomy. But that is not even. Let the man have that, a vasectomy. Yeah, but that is not even a solution for not having children. In it. Oh, look, my neighbours there. I'm literally on an incline. Go on, love. Magdalene. Sally. She's in concentrating. Concentrating. Oh. oh, I never heard that. I never heard that. That's awful. Awful, man. So we're not going to talk about his music. No. But um, Miss Kelly Clarkson, Miss Independent, Miss uh, Miss Never Let a Man. Yeah. Cat is in control. We're just being a bit. Um, we've got the Zoom for any audio files. We have the Zoom in Catherine's lap, <laughs> crutch lap. Catherine is in your crutch. No, my crutch is higher, you know. <laughs> I got a long it's legs. Between... I'm leggy. <laughs> it's between cat's legs. She's holding on to it. We don't have a tripod or anything. Yeah. Uh, and we don't have lapel mics. We make guys. do. We make do with what we have. And, and we guys, have the stuff. Let me tell you, if anyone's thinking about setting up a podcast, just do with what you have. Exactly. That's what we're doing. Exactly. So please. So yeah, what we're going to do is going to stop off. We're going to get some petrol. And then we're going to hit the road. What I just realised, I haven't even put the map on. I know. I was worried about recording. I haven't got no Google Maps on. You have to. I don't know how to get to Chamonix. You'd have to get the map on. We're not gonna. You stop this recording and put the map on. 
well, because the map, like the map's not on the same recorder, is it? No. Anyway, guys, write in and let us know if you've been to Chamonix. Yeah. Now look, we're just or skiing. Little, or skiing, because just to say, we are not going to ski aujourd'hui. No, 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 no. We're just going for lunch. Yeah. Katty was like, I feel for a fondue. Uh, because I'm in the for, region. You know, and I said, why don't we go to Chamonix? All this time I've lived in France, uh, when my sister lives, I've not had a fondue in a restaurant. Have you not, Kat? No. And this is like the region. That's why I keep going on about it. Because there's the certain region. things you need to do in certain places. You get, and I've not had a fondue. So let's see if I select this fondue. I might get um, enticed by something else. Tartiflette. Well, I've always had tartiflette. So um, yeah. Um, I think see. with fondue you have to share. I don't think they do fondues for one. Oh, okay. Did you want so it? So I can, I'm very happy to have a fondue. We'll see. We're not going to commit to it now. We'll have to look at the we'll menu. Have to look. And boy, boy, what are you having to eat? What are you going to eat? Chips and burger and broccoli. Yeah. Oh, nice! That sounds nice. Chips and burger and broccoli and and burger. Yeah. Chips, burger and broccoli. Okay, let's see if they've got that in the restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so I've never been skiing. Never in my whole life. And we were we were talking about going skiing for my first time. I, I don't know if I want to go. That's the thing. Yeah. I don't know if I want to do skiing. I don't like speed. I don't like adventure. I don't like <laughs> being daring in a physical sense. Yeah. So I'm a, a bit of trepidation about skiing. Yeah. I don't want to hurt. I've got the feeling. I mean, I, I don't. I don't. Imagine think... ice skating. Yeah. Right. I like ice skating. But then on an incline. No. Which no. is inclined downwards. Yeah. And your skates are long. Yeah. And yeah, that feeling of balance and falling over. No, and... I don't know if I want to feel like that. Oh what I think I like is uh, I like the look of is um, what do you call it, Natty? The one with you've got the like tennis the rackets, the, yeah, the, rackets. the things on your shoes. Yeah, walking basically. Walking, yeah, hiking on the snow. That's what I want to do. I don't want to go downhill. I don't want to go fast. I want to be in control. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll see, we'll see. We might get me up the slope. I was talking to my friend yesterday, she said, you know, sometimes these things have passed us. You know, first time to do skiing. Your and friend is the one who's, who roller skates. Started roller that, skating at, at 40. Or before no, 40. No, before 40, 35. Yeah, but not only that, this is a bad girl, you know. She. No, this is a bad girl, let me tell you. She's doing roller derby. Roller derby. She had the one. No, no, she had the one. Oh, She's bad. doing roller derby. And, um, you know, I don't know if you've ever seen roller derby, but I went to see a few matches. And, I love uh, the look of roller derby. Yeah, but you got you tough girl to do roller derby. I'm a tough girl. You're, you're getting booted out the way. You're getting nudged. You're getting budged. So, uh, yeah, she's a tough girl. girl. Well, it, she was so funny. She told me yesterday, my friend. I she don't want to push um, another girl. I asked her. If it was with, against boys, then yeah. You know what? No, I can see you pushing another girl. Can you see me pushing another girl? Yeah, I can see you pushing. Because you're competitive. I, no, I don't mean that in a rude way. She's, yeah, not, she's not aggressive. Against men. Yeah, but no, but it's a sport and you would want to win. So if you, I have, am to, if you have to beat someone around the court, you're going to do it. And if you have to just give them a little shove. 
you're gonna do it yeah so it was funny I asked her yesterday if she was gonna compete and she said oh she's not sure but in her training they were talking about it because they teach all the techniques and stuff and they leave the kind of shoving and the harder bits towards you know the end Uh of the semester or whatever and um, she said it's so funny because some girls like yeah love it love shoving other people love pushing other girls and I'm like are you making a note of all these women who are um, (laughs) who are like up for you know showing that showing their they're pushing and showing, flexing their muscles yeah. so uh, yeah it's funny but I do think there's something about starting something new in your 40s I think um, I think you have to act with caution oh, you know yeah. sometimes when people say oh consult your doctor and you think oh I'm not gonna consult the doctor that's ridiculous but actually when you're 40 and starting something new physical using muscle maybe. groups that you've never used yeah, before I maybe. think it's going forward no I do because I got another friend she hurt herself she injured herself do what her, no it was football one of her first and she's a fit girl she would run and she's always at the gym but i think she's using some muscle groups football again yeah 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 inspired by the lions lionesses i don't know but i think she was just like this year i'm gonna do the things that i want to do i love that and she bought her bass guitar finally and she's on a football team yeah nice so cool nice 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 Nice. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I mean, physical activity, the thing is, I haven't been skiing for so long. Yeah. I haven't, I used to snowboard, and I remember the first time I went snowboarding was, I was 25. Yeah. With the group, my group of friends, and I didn't have proper lessons, in the sense that, actually, I did, I had lessons from my friends, and one of my friends was trying, was training to be a snowboard instructor. Oh, so nice. it's pretty, you know, but everyone sort of took it in turns to be with me and teach me. Mm. But it was such a learning curve, man, mm. and it hurt. Oh my gosh. It hurt. So like bad. every day, like the first day, like oh, the next day, I couldn't walk. That's another thing, every day. I couldn't walk. And these lot were like proper. Now I know for me, like when I'm going snowboarding or skiing, like I'm only doing half a day. Isn't it? Like I'll go in the morning from the time I'm having lunch. Thank it's you very over. much. That's me done. Isn't I'm it? not going back up there. No. But that's what I love to see people passionate about something, you know, that they want to spend their they whole, love it. They spend the whole day doing this. Day. Right, got to pause because I'm getting out to put petrol in the car. Okay, guys, we're back on. Back in the room. Back in the room. I've loaded up my GPS. <laughs> I was worried about this uh, petrol station, you know. This one? Yeah, this is the one that to me is the most. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Ghetto. No, no. It's <laughs> not the word ghetto. That wasn't the word I was looking for. No, but, Catherine, before you go on, this was the petrol station when I first learned how to drive. Yeah. This was the first place I ever topped up where, yeah. where, where John showed me how to top up. Because, guys, if you don't know, I couldn't pass my test. I actually started learning. At age 35 yeah um in london failed my test so many times i'm sure we spoke about it on the podcast already right um and then i moved to france and i didn't have a car and where we live you need one you need a car trust and believe. so um when i finally part had to go back to london did intensive came back had passed my test fifth time come back hmm. and then i was learning on on the car that we had and john showed me how to top up petrol in that one, yeah, at that petrol station, that became your one. At the first, Catherine, it's the most you, unreliable for station. For over a year, I only went to that petrol station and that pump. Oh, Catherine, right. Catherine, I would never on a pump. She liar. She liar. <laughs> so liar. 
Oh my gosh, the reason I don't like uh, it's, it's just so it's unreliable. You sometimes the pumps aren't working, mm-hmm. and I don't put the sign out at the front. You have to go they to the go, pump. You, put your, you even put your card in. Oh my gosh! And then it's like, nah, nah, nah not today. But all the time it's like that. It's so re- it's, 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 it's it's reliable at being unreliable. Yeah, <laughs> it's reliably it. unreliable. So the day is quite. I mean, if we're going to be Brits, we've got to talk about the weather. Yeah, exactly. We're going up to Chamonix now. Chamonix is quite high. It's quite high. It's very high. Guys. What is it? We don't listen. This is such don't a Brit. You know, a French person would be able to tell you. Yeah, how, how it, high? What is Mont Blanc three thousand kilometers? I don't know. High? I don't know. Three thousand meters high? I don't know. We'll, uh, look we, we'll look it up. You guys look it up as well. <laughs> um, <laughs> if you want to know. <laughs> but, but where we are now is quite cloudy but Catherine I think I can see blue skies peaking oh I love a a blue sky because the cloud it's a bit overcast today but the clouds look kind of like thin yeah so I think once we start to start to head up it's going to sort of thin out and it will will be above the clouds yeah do you know when my sister moved to France? How many years ago, Natty? Seven. Seven years ago, in our family WhatsApp this group. Is the eighth year. Do you remember me and my brother and like my <laughs> mum and dad was like, "What? What is this weather report?" Oh. We used to get the weather report like at the above the clouds and it's the clouds. The clouds I said to myself, "This girl, like, is she like?" There's a word for cloud specialists, and I thought, God, she's turning but into like. Me a book on clouds. I know because she was always talking clouds, so I knew how to identify them. Exactly because it's we're like, yeah, kids. it was so thoughtful. But we're just all of a sudden take her out from London, and we've never because, even. Do you know what? Because London's always cloudy, right? But because I guess we're so low, yeah, you don't feel like you're in the clouds. Yeah, and I have seen the way you're in your house, in house. your home, around your surroundings, where you could be in and above and around. So it is impressive, but honestly. For, for the family that didn't leave, we were at home, and it's like, oh, the clouds, you know, every day. Like, hi, Nat, how are you? The clouds. <laughs> Guys, if I can describe to you, like, where my house is, is on the side of a mountain, basically, and you enter my road, sort of, you kind of pass the level of my house to enter my road, right? And then you turn right into my road, and then you go down. So, it, so the, my road is uh, like a, almost like a close, maybe. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it's called a ampas, and you go and it goes round and down, right? So, on my road, I could leave my house and sort of be in the clouds. I just walk up my road to the where the road begins, and I'll be above the clouds. Oh my gosh, that's literally how. That would blow my mind. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it is incredible. It's incredible. It's incredible. It's incredible when you when you get to experience something that's different than your home environment. Yeah. I think that's just so so great. Lovely. I love it. That's why I want to have a Christmas like a really hot Christmas one time. Oh yeah. Yeah, like a summer summer, summer Christmas, Christmas sunshine, Christmas on the beach or something. Mm. I think that'd be just incredible. I'd, I'd love that. Yeah, man. So. I'm hoping we'll get sunshine by the time we get to Chamonix, but uh, <laughs> I can't say Chamonix without putting on a posh I mean, voice. how do the French people say Chamonix? Chamonix. 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 But guys, we're on the rope. We're on the rope. We're on the rope. That is a real we're shoulder dance. We're not away just yet, but no. we're, just, we're getting there. We're getting there. I'm so thirsty. I wish I brought my water bottle. I don't have a water bottle in the car. You usually do. I think it's just the stress of like getting everything ready. Yeah, don't worry about it now. We're stress-free now. I'm gonna have to borrow 
Boy Boy's Spider-Man Waterboard. Oh no, oh no. <laughs> this is the route, we're on the route that um, people take to, when they come from Geneva Airport and they get their pickup. Oh nice. Yeah. Are you lot familiar? Any of you Brits? Yeah. Come to Chamonix or, or Morzine. So, what is the closest airport for the Brits? Geneva. Everyone goes oh, to Geneva. Okay, that's nice. Mm-hmm. That's nice. I didn't realise that these companies, because I met this, this British couple on the plane the last time as I was coming back home, and um, I didn't realise that you could just get your pick up to the. Because they, they had a place in Chamonix or Morzine, maybe Morzine. And I didn't realise that you could just get a pick up there. They didn't organise it in advance. I thought you had to organise oh, it in advance. Yeah, there's companies probably, yeah, yeah, yeah. that are just there at the airport just to ferry people back and forth yeah. to, to the mountains. Oh, that's good. I, 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 I would see those companies there, but I thought everyone, I thought they were like booked in advance and reserved. Yeah. Yeah. But oh, do you know when you're in an airport, you know, we started talking. We started talking as we were disembarking yeah. the plane, yeah. and I was travelling by myself, and I stood up and just waiting to get off. And this guy was in the aisle across from me, and he had stood up, and they were behind me. And then they tapped me, and they said, "Oh, did you drop this?" And it was a passport, it was a red one. And I was oh my like, god! Oh, no, mine's, I said, "Mine's blue." Yeah, I, know. <laughs> I was like, "Oh no, that's not mine." And then, and then I was like, "Oh, maybe it's his." You know, the dude, and it was his. Oh my gosh! Oh my god! He's in his pocket. You need a passport. I know. You know you've got a a pocket that isn't deep. Why are you putting your passport? Was he wearing low-rise jeans? I don't know what he was wearing. I was like, so we sort of started talking, and I said, do you know what? When I was actually coming out, somebody on that same trip, somebody had um, left their passport in the seat pocket. Oh my gosh. So they came to my row, not my chair, like I was by the window, but the one in the aisle, they said, well, can we just check your seat pocket? This is just before we're taking off. Oh, uh, so they, they, and they the... looked, and the dude looked inside, and they were, there enough, there was a passport. What do you mean the seat pocket? Catherine, the seat pocket, when well, there's the not the emergency. Pocket. Why are you putting your passport there? Guys, please use your head. You're going to re- forget H-E-D. it. Use your HED. Do you want to put it there? Who puts their Have passport got... in the seat pocket? No way. And you go to sleep for an hour. And then you, you sleep for an up. hour, and then you think, oh, oh yeah, I'm just no. going to bundle off and get off the plane. I this left person. one minute. Well, one time I left my bottle of water, and that upset me of in course. the seat pocket. So hey, don't do it. Once back in the day, I lost my iPod. Oh, ouch! My that iPod. Is my, my like. Do you know the ones that had like the, the one that was big, hold bare songs, like yeah. thousands of songs? No, I lost it yeah. because it was in the seat pocket, or it was somewhere like it wasn't in my hand. Yeah, exactly. And it just oh my god, no. the pain oh in my, my chest. Gosh. Anyway, so I, so I said that to that couple, like, oh my god, just literally, what's going on with people and their passports? So it's like talking, but you know when it is so weird when you have these sort of conversations where you're getting off, you're waiting, you're waiting for the door to open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's going to be brief. It's just a brief conversation. These people think it's one ten when it's actually one four thirty. You show them that. Matt is doing a turbo. Oh my gosh, so people being careless with their passports. People being careless with their passports. But then what I'm trying to say is that you get to talking with people. Yeah. And then it's like... Um, gotta go. Gotta go. I'm not going to wait for you. But no, you got, It's exactly. that awkward, like, do I wait for you, do I not? So once you get off the plane and then you start walking to passport control... Yeah. It's, um... It's like okay, and then you and then you meet up again at passport control, I know. And like, and then you start talking again, yeah. and then we both went off in our different passport people, and then and then 
and then I didn't know whether to wait for him. No, and then no, 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 come on. And then they sort of, so I was walking a bit slower. Yeah. And then, you know, then they catch up, and then, and then I, and then we walked to the, um, the bit where uh, you collect your baggage. In yeah. Geneva, there's just one sort of exit. Yeah. I didn't have baggage to collect, so I was just like, oh, no, no, I'm gonna go. <laughs> so, oh, I'm just into the toilet. Yeah. yeah. Bye. Did you, you say bye to them? Yeah, yeah, I said bye, you know, have a nice trip. See, yeah. But See, the yeah. fact is, we got talking about the strikes and stuff. Well, in the UK, the NHS. Oh, right. Yeah, in the UK. Yeah. And he's like, the guy was like, oh, I've got friends who are surgeons, and they're like, I think, you know, you know oh, and they don't need more money, it's just it needs a. Uh, um, like, well, maybe your friends are like, don't get me involved. Like, I'm like, how did you got, go from someone losing their passport? I know, cat, like, I don't know how, I don't know how we got there. Why don't you just talk about the weather? Wow. What kind of Brit yeah, are and you? I was trying to change the subject because, like, that, dude, that, don't yeah, come don't. to me about, like, Gosh. I'm with people who strike, you know, I'm with the junior doctors, I'm with the thing, and, 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 and the nurses, we need to, and everybody. Oh, I think we got onto, like, the trains and, like, the transport in the UK. Oh, maybe because they had because the trouble I was to get to the airport. how easy it was for me because I'm just going to jump on a train. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it's super easy, and actually the ticket's usually free. And it's not free anymore, but it's only a, a, a pound or something, what, four francs yeah. or something. Oh my so, gosh. so he was like, oh, in the UK, so we talk about the strikers as well. I'm with the strikers, I'm yeah. all about this, and I think it should be should be nationalised and, and my view is that they, these things are not supposed to be run for profit no the NHS is not supposed to be run for profit well, running the trains the are not supposed to be run for profit you cannot compare the trains and you cannot compare the NHS to a 5500 company yeah that's the whole point yeah and really? he's like oh am I a friend's a surgeon and da, da, da. I was like oh god oh god and well, it's just like it's just mismanaged get out of it. Yeah, I understand it's mismanaged as well but also we are not compared it's not like for like but also, how how are you how are we so reliant and dependent on these uh, lovely uh, service people of service, and they can't afford to live? It is disgusting. Why why do we expect them to give all of themselves, all of their you know time and energy, time away from their families exactly. in some cases, uh, still paying off their student debts and and whatever, and they can't live comfortably? Exactly. But where where would we be without them? It's so weird being in France and seeing what, in my view, and many people's view, is such a mess. Oh, you that know, the UK is in. Every French person I talk to, when they when they say, "Oh, you're from the UK," and especially in my housemates, they're like, "What is the UK? The UK? They're like, it's spiraling out of control. It's, it's downhill. Spiraling. It's crashing. It's burning." And they're like, "To me, no one wants to go there." My one of my housemates, but they're like, like when to people, live, yeah, to live, to, not even to visit. Like it doesn't even. Like a lot of my um, people that I meet, they're not about the UK. Mm-hmm. So I and I still think we've got that image of ourselves that we're all like impressive and uh, you know people want to flock here, and maybe they do. But the people that I meet, when they want to learn practice their English, they're not thinking about mm. England or the UK. They're thinking yeah. about America Australia, or Canada. Canada, yeah. yeah uh, I've got three friends thinking about Canada. So and we're not, and we're not even competitive in any sense. We're not competitive in like our education. Mm-hmm. We're not competitive in um, like I don't know, just anything like what the way we work. Competitive to attract people. You mean? I mean, I mean, like, 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 like uh, what? Sorry, uh, let me explain. When when sometimes you've got um, uh, 
surveys uh, that is done on like how let's say in Europe let's say we're comparing within Europe you know like what is our attainment like in our education like let's say maths or whatever like sometimes I come across things like educationally how do we compare to our European peers you know and, yeah. and we've pretty much got same kind of lifestyle as as other you know western european countries you know and i when i think about the uk i think we're failing on so many aspects we're failing socially we're failing um you know in cost of living we're failing i, I just think we're failing but yeah. we have a government that doesn't care i don't they, i really think their agenda care. is is i don't know why because it doesn't make sense to me but i think their agenda is to just piss it all up no because they're just they they it's like a smash and grab mm it really looks like we're having a smash and grab right in front of our eyes. They're yeah. just getting as much as they can for themselves and exactly. their friends. And it doesn't matter to them. No. But what it really sort of annoys me is that Brits are just like, oh, they're all the same anyway. They're all the same. Well, are they? We had a chance of Jeremy Corbyn, guys. Like, let's not forget. Like, I think that guy is legitimately and legitimately did try to um, reform country yeah do you know what I mean but people were like oh he's like this and like that like, I think so many like the the the, the um, campaign against him smear yeah. campaign and even within his own party like they couldn't get it together yeah. like it's such yeah. a shame and I'm just like guys we had a chance like all the British people yeah and even working class people got to really think about it and like, I went and sit because there's a bunch of working class people that voted conservative yeah and now look guys yeah. look I'm working class I would always consider myself working class and yeah. here's the thing as well one thing I remember seeing this um, um, like uh, it was a clip that somebody took uh, of a podcast I think it was and they were talking about Brexit right mm. and the lady who was expressing her distaste oh, yeah, for Brexit yeah. was somebody who had a business in Italy and she was finding it difficult to import certain things I think she had a restaurant in the UK a restaurant, an Italian she, restaurant in the UK she had to yeah. import Italian produce yeah. into the UK and it was such a mess and the, the kind of uh, uh, responses, a lot of responses that I saw in the comments were from working class people going, oh yeah, well it's alright for you, uh, oh you want to just all, you know, we don't relate to you because you want to have this olive oil and da 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 and we don't understand that and it's just like, oh for fuck's sake guys, uh, they don't know it where affects to, you too, uh, they don't know where to put, place their anger, they don't know where so to place their you... anger, can I just say for once and for all, I'm a working class person I was born and raised in Tottenham on a council estate, a two-bedroom council estate, I'm. I lived. I went to school in Enfield. I went to set, um, uh, college in North London, and I am working class through through. Sometimes I couldn't even afford a freaking train ticket yeah. to take my ass to university. Stayed at home during university. All right, my life. And when I studied at university, I studied languages. Yeah. And these languages enabled me to travel. Yeah. And what. And, and through that, I find myself in France and I'm a person of the world. I'm a, I'm, I'm a, I'm a person who, who has been able to, to travel and to live in different communities and experience. But I'm a working class person and this Brexit yeah. is affecting me and it's affecting all of you. And all of your children yeah. who might have wanted to do the same as me cannot do it. Yeah. It's, not a, it's not a middle class thing. No. It's, it's not a middle class thing, guys. Wake up. 
it's so misplaced. It's like, why would you? Um, look, I think I think uh. the, this is what I think is the problem. What we have in Britain is that we do not understand our history, and we do not understand uh, like the the uh, how the institutions were created and what their real motives are exactly. so we we get the wall pulled over our eyes because we like to laugh and joke laugh and joke so and listen some, we love a banter we love a banter i love banter we love it that's what but i miss when, and that's the big thing that we miss we've yep. spoken about it before but here here what guys there's certain times like, to lock off the banner and exactly. really take it seriously and we've to, got to and hold to demand yep. to demand we've got to hold them to account yeah yeah. They are really ruining, ruining it. Totally, they're they're they're, they're out, out of order. They're so out of order. Out and, of order. Um, and, 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 but people don't know what to do. They don't know I how know. to mobilise. They don't know how to. I don't know. And what I'm to do. And I'm the same as well. I don't know how to mobilise. I haven't. I haven't sort of engaged in. Uh, uh, in, 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 in anything because I think that and, and I, again I think that's our problem in the UK I think because we're... they make it so unclear do you know what like in France like if it, there's so many unions yeah. and even if you're not part of a union you know where to go to strike yeah and I was talking to one of the I've got a student who I teach English too and we just like talk about subjects and I get a news article or whatever and we talk and we decide I, I wanted to find out from her what are these strikes about mm. in France? Yeah. And they're about the raising of the retirement age. And I know, I see, because the media that I consume or a lot of the news that I consume is from the UK, because I don't read newspapers in France mm. or consume French uh, news. But I, interestingly, when I see people responding to the English news, everyone's like, oh my God, the French know how to do it. And I told her that, like, there's people saying, you know, Oh, the French really know how to strike, and we need to learn from them, and that yeah. sort of thing. And so I wanted to know from her. Yeah, yeah. But well, here's the difference, you know. Like they want to, they want to um, forbid people from striking in the UK, or they want to make it they illegal. See the power in it. Yeah, but that's that's uh, that, that's power. absolutely outrageous. outrageous. You you expect blood, sweat, tears, life from people and the one tool that they have historically which we have all around the world to say I'm not I'm not Elective. I'm not with this. I'm not with this. And you're gonna try and make that illegal? That's that's just that just smacks oh, of so much cat. I know it's oh. so it is And it's so sad because sometimes people say to me, Oh would you ever go back to England? I can't see it mate I can't see it and it's not that I don't want I love my country and I love being British I love being black British there's something so unique about the black British experience yeah. and I'm proud of being black and I'm proud of being British and and I'm proud of like our sense of humour and stuff like that not proud of like colonisation it's all mixed up in it it's all yeah. whatever sorry about the payage I need to pay attention now look at my tolls Am I paying? Yeah. Okay, four euros thirty-four. Thirty. Thirty. Four euros thirty. God, I shouldn't have put that in my pocket. Um, sorry. Lean out the door. Good, good, good. So yeah. I'm proud of my identity. Oopsie. Handbrake's still on. Yeah. But, but guys, I can't. I don't see myself moving back home. I, I, I'm and it's struggling. It's so sad. Yeah. How can I feel like like I don't belong yeah. anymore? Home. It's absolutely heartbreaking. I think if it wasn't for Brexit and if it wasn't 
for the Conservative government. I, may, I wouldn't. I may have, I, I, may have, I, may have been, I may have been bad by now. Yeah. Because, like, to be honest with you, like, my experience in France, as much as I do like it, you know, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't tick all the boxes for me right now. Mm. Um, but home just looks like such a catastrophe catastrophe it is like so it's just it's it's just such a mess and um and and once you're out of it you know you feel like don't run back into the fire man if your house was on fire you're not gonna (laughs) you're not gonna run back in there like you just for people who don't have the option to leave we're so privileged i know we're so lucky we're working class people yeah black working class yeah. people but we had the we were able to study through school languages and yeah. that opened up so much for us mm. we were able to travel into Europe 20 years ago at a time where it was freedom of movement I could just get a job get a bank account yeah. no rinky dinky dink no long time. because I would have moved to probably I, uh, for me I, I kind of want to stay in Europe for now but maybe further afield uh, yeah. in years to come so I think I would have um, by now moved to another European yeah, country another European I can't do that well like got... or to have to look into how would I do how that how would you do that and so now working class Brits are stuck yeah they can't pay for visa and ting or whatever is required. And then it's only for one than, year. And, and you need like, more than one year to settle into a place. Oh well, it's a few months, cat. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's only yeah. a few months. You can't stay more than 90 days. Yeah, or, or, you know, or get, get sponsorship for a job. That's ridiculous. You know, and so it closes, closes. But but, but the, the middle class or the uh, upper class, the, the, the these people with all the money... They can just send their kids to private school. It doesn't matter to them. Exactly. It's so fry. Yeah, exactly. You know, we were talking yesterday about um, doing a, you know, like extra activities to get an extra income. Yeah. Yeah. What I've just remembered, one of the things that I've, I've, I've got a heart for is uh, t- teaching languages, mm. but to Brits. You know, oh, we come yeah. over here and you've said, oh, you want to teach English to, to French people. Oh, like, good. I really, I really, and I, and I really want to pick up my Spanish. I just need to make time for it in my yeah. routine. So I learned French and Spanish at school and then continued with my French. So my French is a lot better than my yeah. Spanish, but Spanish means a lot to me. Um, Can I just pause you? Yeah. I'm so sorry. Yeah. I need my sunglasses, babe. Oh, and sorry. It's just in my bag. Guys, we've literally come out the clouds just as I expected. Um... Uh, just as I expected, we're getting higher in the mountains, and it's very sunny indeed. Sorry, merci beaucoup. Right, so Spanish. Yeah, Spanish is important to me because our dad spoke Spanish, yeah. and we've got family that, that speaks Spanish. So it feels a part of my heritage and my history that Absolutely. I that I can't, uh, I don't have a command over. So it's very, very important to me. And when I hear British people, and I used to be a teacher, a languages teacher, and there's always this assumption. Sometimes parents say, "Oh, so and so is not good at um, languages, and we can't do languages, and we don't know how." Well, how are all everyone else doing it? Yeah, you know, they're doing it because it is a bit easier they've got they've got in their um, society English words floating about English songs English TV and stuff like that mm. but it's not the case that we can't do it yeah. you know with the right mindset we can yeah. and I'm not in I'm not necess- I don't want to be a teacher in the state system I want to teach people who want to learn or, mm. or, or or be involved in creating resources or platforms that help people but I like I said before we are behind um, as a nation in comparison to 
other nations in Europe in regards to second language acquisition you know what I mean and I think there is just this feeling and attitude that we can't do it or that everybody speaks English and they don't they don't. When we went to Italy last year, they didn't speak English. Yeah, we were we like, never oh. used our English, and we were in Turin. We weren't in no like small, small place. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, I would like to just readdress that with, with or starting with what I know, or just being in, you know, being involved somehow. Because I know when you look at children, right? I'll take my brother's kids, right? Mm-hmm. I said to them, they're they're four years old, and I was gonna. I said to them, do you want me to teach you five, how to count to five in French? And my little niece says, no, I want to learn how to count to ten. Sorry, our little niece. (laughs) Our little niece says, I want to learn to count to ten. Because they don't have that limitation. Limitation. And my brother's like, why are you teaching them five little words? And I said, well, because, you know, the memory and retention and repetition. I didn't want to just give them, like, a whole suitcase full of words, you know. But when you're a child, you've got that um, appetite. You learn that hunger to learn. And and we lose it, don't we, through our school system or through society. And then we get like, oh, I don't want to do this. I can't do it. It's too difficult, which I really absolutely despise. But, I mean, that's just the way it goes. But, 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 you know, for British people... We can, if another European person or a person around the world can pick up another language, why can't we? Exactly. You know, so, so yeah. yeah, yeah. Our friend, um, our friend, British guy, he's doing so well. Yeah. Intensive lessons. He came over around the same time as you. Beneth, yeah. big up. He's doing so well learning English, uh, learning French. French as, a, as an adult. He's living in ANSI, setting up a life living and doing his thing it's, it's and people high. do it I know other adults who, who kind of pick up a language because it's what they've always wanted to do so you know I'm very proud of if that's important to you mm. uh, that people take the steps to do it but um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's that getting a bit. Um, oh, I didn't say that. Took me by surprise. Yeah. Well, you know. It's getting a bit. But I, I do think it is the case that it, it's sort of the society that we're raised sad, in. Man, I feel sad. Yeah. And like just, right now, just uh, yeah, you don't have the freedoms. I mean, I, I don't know. It's I, like that. Do you know that um, that sort of what's that sort of story about the frog in the bucket of water and, the, yeah. and then and they all, all they make the water warmer and warmer until it can't get out. Yeah. And it doesn't realise that it's boiling. Yeah, it's so too I think late. the story goes like this. If you, I think the story goes like this. So if you put a frog in like a boiling water, it might jump out, right? Because it's hot. Oh yeah. But yeah. if you incrementally increase the heat, uh, so it it doesn't really notice it, it. It's not going to jump out. It's not going to jump out, and that's how it feels. Yeah. In the UK. Yeah, that's actually a very good analogy. Mentally, it's getting worse and worse and worse. Yeah. I remember when the Conservatives first come in, and I was so desperately sad. Yeah. Because I knew it wasn't the one, and I was like, guys, we've got a chance to get rid of them, and every chance we had, we moved it, man. We messed it up. Yeah, but their their um, campaign and their strategy to blind us and to hoodwink and to hoodwink. and to mess us around, you know. And the media support that and, they and have. And the media support um, them. You know, if someone's uh, not into mm. politics or don't understand, or you know, you can see it because it's very intentional what they're it's doing. Very intentional. But that's why I'm super happy about the that guy Mick. Is it from the um, RMT union? Mm. Like he's a representative of working class people who's so clued up yeah. and can speak to the people, and he's like a great 
to me just somebody who's just the opposite of what we've got and yeah. and, and, and and thankfully people can see through his example yeah. that you don't have to because I feel like there's this notion it's the classist notion in the UK that yeah. oh they must be cleverer than us because they speak with this voice and they speak all posh and oh they must know what they're talking about I know when you but listen nothing exactly when nothing. you listen to and analyse what people say sometimes they're not saying anything and then at you all. get some working class guy like I can't remember his name I'm sorry guys um Mick whatever his name is. isn't it Mick something from the RMT union mm, and his working class speaks very eloquently and clearly and represents the the interests of the working people yeah and so see look he's a, a very intelligent man mm. these people are coming up through from you in from your loins yeah so so there's people who can represent working class people yeah yeah I don't know what I'm talking about guys well it's just upsetting isn't it's it it's just upsetting because, um, I'm, and that's the thing it's because we feel like I don't think you have had to have studied politics to show your distaste for what is happening in the United Kingdom. Yeah. You know, I've just said, I don't know what I'm talking about, guys, but I do know what I'm talking about because I know that I'm being affected negatively by yeah. policies. And that's enough. Yeah. You know, well, politics they is. want us to believe, oh, you haven't studied, you don't know what you're talking about because you haven't studied, you don't know. No, we do know. Yeah. We know how it affects us. We know how it affects us. Yeah. And but what I really want people to understand is like, don't say they're all the same. Yes, they are all the same. But then at the same time, we do have a choice, even if it's an incremental change, yeah. a little something. But we do have a choice to change it from these. You don't vote for the Conservatives because there's no one better. Yeah. No, there is. Yeah. They might not be a hundred times better, but five percent better is better than ever and nothing. Yeah. These people have driven us down to using food banks and shit and... God, sorry, guys. Yeah. No, it's upsetting. It really is upsetting. Nurses using food banks. Yeah. And they think it would be the same under Labour. It wouldn't have gotten that far. I don't believe it, guys. Mm. Yeah. So I want to know... I'm going to ask the audience. I'm going to change the subject off. Uh, yeah, sorry, guys. I'm getting emotional. I feel like I want to cry. No, I know because it is upsetting. It is upsetting. It is very upsetting. It's not to. Yeah, it's not. It's not to be um, belittled. Yeah, no. it's very, very upsetting. And, and you know, and like Natalia said, we're working class, and we're also very blessed. And we we count our blessings every yeah, day. We be, we count our yeah. blessings because you know we we have a certain amount of freedom in our lives and yeah. we want that for everybody we want that for want everybody that for i don't want anyone to feel stuck yeah and, and like my word for my life is yeah. freedom oh that's the word for my life not even Hallelujah. like what's the word yeah. you're living for for the year or whatever yeah. like i always come back to that word is freedom yeah 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 definitely definitely anyway change the subject so i was just wondering i know we're heading to uh, chamonix oh. I, uh, yeah but i didn't look on the map where it was so I have no clue where it is. And it's the same when I'm in Paris. People say, I'll meet you here. And I say, okay, where's that? You know, And they say, oh, it's right next to such and such. And I say, right, I have no idea. No idea. And then sometimes I don't even look at the map. I just go places without mm. knowing where I'm going. And I'm wondering if well, people Chardonnay are the same. Well, is, is the town in, on Mont Blanc, yeah. on the mountain or in right, the mountain. Or right, right. 
Yeah. Yeah, I just wondered if people are the same nowadays or if people study the map like our dad. Dad used to study the map. Loved a map. Our dad loved. He would study the map. He wouldn't just say, oh, I'm going to, let's say, going to Hungary or something. He would look road what road is mm-hmm. going to take him there like if he was to drive from the that. uk to somewhere he always wanted us to do it but I'll, I'm, I'm i'm just a simple like the easiest way yeah, but do you know what dad would do <laughs> like, no but you could do it it's incredible yeah you can have a sat nav as well yeah but look at the map I'm like, mm, i know yeah, I'm dad, dad <laughs> uh, when dad would plan the route you just leave him to it and sometimes he'd want to sit with you and so say do you want to do you want to look at the map so you're like oh god not really but you do it you know yeah, to make him happy and then uh and then sometimes when you're driving with him, he's like, Kevin, which way now? And you're like, where? Weren't you looking at the map? <laughs> yeah, I thought, like, I'm just right. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the map. And you're taking this in. I don't know. I still, like, we could look at the map for an hour. I'm not going to know the road. And he'll be like, which way? Which way? And I thought, and I used to say to him, Dad, you love to drive so much. This is a solo thing. <laughs> like, I'm the passenger. Just drive me there. This is a solo thing. Well, we're seeing now, guys, we're on this road. It's sort of windy and we it's kind of like a, in the valley. Yeah. So the trees are just lining this road and we are looking at snow, snow on the trees. Snow frosted trees. Snow frosted trees. It's, it's literally gorgeous. like a... Um, it's like a postcard, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, like just card. I just had the image of you know, like the line, the witch in the wardrobe when they like go through to oh, Narnia, yeah. and it's all that's snowy. what we're doing, Kat, because we've just got into a tunnel. Yeah, we're going to Narnia. Yeah, we're going to Narnia, but we didn't step through our wardrobe to get here. No, Man, but you know what I more... love is the juxtaposition of that blue sunshine sky yeah. and the snowy yeah. trees. Yeah, isn't it? Kat? That's a beautiful juxtaposition. I love it so much. Yeah, I love it. Actually, the skies are blue now. Or to my left they are yeah to my right and the sun oh, yeah. look at that and the sun is that's out Mont Blanc. that's Mont Blanc, I think oh wow it's gorgeous gorgeous so 9.7 kilometers more on this road right gotcha yeah gotcha gotcha it's nice having a little road trip. When we got in the car, I said to Kat, oh, Dad would be so proud of us. He was, he would be so <laughs> proud of us. He would be so proud of us. Especially me. Especially proud of you? Yeah. Why? Because I think, I, I, think, I think you're more inclined to do it than I am. <laughs> <laughs> like you would say, come on, no, Kat, let's do it. And I'm no, like, no, no, because <laughs> Kat, you're inclined to come along. Yeah. Uh, you know, but you you know, know I'm not going to be volunteering to drive, you know. Yeah, but you're, you are inclined. What, what your role is important because you you go along with it. Like yeah. You're not like, oh, boom, no. I, nah, don't really do I that. never drive no, wheels. Like, yeah, never drive wheels. Because you would always go off with Dad. Yeah, I would as well. Yeah. And Dad would want to go to... Uh, why is this guy going so slow? Uh, do I need to overtake? I'm like a very good passenger. I feel like um, it's not doing the speed limit. Are you alright? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're a good passenger because yeah. you come with the enthusiasm. Yeah. Yeah. With the enthusiasm. Yeah, and we've got to have that enthusiasm for life. So, uh, mm. uh, you know, let's let's pick up pick up ourselves and pick yeah. up our listeners. Just, well, hey guys, for, for those of you who can't leave the UK or wherever you're listening from, because we've got listeners all over the world, actually. Yeah, thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Guys, take yourselves on a staycation. Yeah. Get on a train and leave your city or leave your town. Or leave, can I? Or, or get a bus, get a coach, yeah. get, a, get a car if you've got a car. Yeah, you know, I was talking Something to my about... friend yesterday. I mentioned her at the top of this uh, 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 session, yes. um, 
and I was saying, you know, how I would probably have left uh, France by now to try somewhere else out. And she said, well, you know, you can always go to visit. And she goes, and when you visit, you know, don't always just do the touristy things. She said what she likes to do is to take the public transport, like really at peak commuter oh, time. Wow. You know, because she goes... in France? No, no, no. Like say if you visit like a place, a like country, say you go to San yeah. Francisco or something, mm-hmm. she would like to go at commuter time. Oh my like, God. Like proper peak. Like if you really want to understand what the place is like. Yeah, but you because can't be fitting. Like, I don't want to know slow walking. No, nah, but listen, times. listen. If you if you, if you <laughs> want to understand, yeah, but if you want to understand, which I thought I've never thought of it about this before. But if you're considering a place, like you know, let's just pick a place. Let's say San Francisco, right, yeah. and you want to know what it's like to kind of live there. Yeah, sure, you can walk the streets at three in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. But if you get up at eight on the train and you see what like the engagement do people look at each other do they like we were saying in Paris we noticed that people don't really allow you to step off the metro before they step on the metro we haven't said it on the podcast yeah we haven't said it we've got to talk about it yeah so she said Mm. you can learn a lot about how people treat each other from like taking the early train from you know like going down the busy high streets wait until I've come (laughs) off the train before attempting to board I know why why? Can you tell us, please? They don't care for you. It makes no sense. Yeah, but they don't care for you, man. They do not care for you. You realise London is an orderly city, you know. Stand yeah. on the left. Yeah. Sorry, stand on the right, walk on the left. Yeah. Up yeah. the escalators. Yeah. And when you're trying to attempt to board the train, you stand to the side, let yeah. people off the train first. Then you go in and then you go through and into the train. You don't stand by the doors. Yeah. No, Paris. Paris? Is a, yeah, no, because Paris is yeah. a place where you look after yourself and you don't really care for the people around you and I don't mean that in like a aggressive or uh, a, a difficult <laughs> way but it, yeah you look after number <laughs> one and then secondly you look after your people and so when I know it's actually coming that when you come that is coming to Paris soon we're gonna study the metro study the metro study how people behave because even when people metro. are trying like people have got off and people are getting on the people that are already on they're not making room for you they're not making room but then people don't shout like in the UK you say excuse me can you move people don't they just, they just push past I love a bit of that they just push past but the thing is I feel like Paris is hostile but I don't actually feel it as overtly aggressive you know mm. like sometimes if people in the UK did all of that you feel feel like the aggression and they really mean to be aggressive but I just feel like Parisians they just care for themselves you're there they don't even notice you there's a word I found the other day it's apathetic which just means they've got no emotions and no care or interest for the people around them and that's what it is it doesn't mean they hate you it's just that you know I've got so much on my mind about me. Mm. <laughs> I can't even can't even wait for you to get off or make your life easier by stepping aside. You know, and that is how the foundations of the place is. And I want like <laughs> I know some people foundations. might be uh, upset about that, but if you're upset about that, you've not lived in Paris. <laughs> oh my gosh. Because Parisians know themselves. You know, when I complain you're about not Parisians, saying that Parisians don't come Parisians for us. Know, no, you know it. I, I'm not expecting a Parisian to come for me because the Parisian would know. A Parisian would recognise but, but actually, I've got this new. Uh, uh, you know, I do this conversation app thing, and I've got this new guy. He's 
he's so sweet. He's a Parisian, but he's uh, I don't know where he's from, Morocco or Tunisia or it's North North African. Mm-hmm. And he seems like when I see a Parisian person that has some life and enthusiasm, I'm like, real. Like I need to talk I to you. Beat it out of you. Yeah, I'm beaten out. He's a young guy anyway, so I don't know, not beaten out. But he was telling me how magnifique Paris is because sometimes I tell him my observations, you know. And, uh, and, 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 and but I think he. It's much as you might think Paris is a lovely, magnifique place. Mm-hmm. You can recognize the microaggressions that I'm talking about. Oh like, gosh. so a Parisian's not going to be shocked by what I say. Yeah. And, 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 and yeah, so come visit me, my friends, and we will look and study the metro. Yeah. And, uh, like the other day, I noticed if we're talking about Paris Metro, um, I noticed that a lot of people don't offer their seats up for people who are less able. Oh yeah, God. I've noticed that. And um, and um, and one time there was this old woman and she was on the train. I was sitting down, so I offered my seat up, and she's like, "No, no." And I'm like, "Well, yes, come on, madam. You know, come on, let's not do this." And so she smiled at me great gratefully, and then I stood up, and the train was moving, and I kind of fell, like I sort of like tipple toppled. Yeah. And this guy was beside me, black boy, and he's like, "I mean, they're not screw face, but he don't, he can't look like he don't. No one's smiling or looking, or no one sort of. There's nothing. There's no engagement. Everyone is just emotionless." just observing things happening you know and yeah. I just thought well in England people would just you know if you're toppling over people you're are like oh, oh, yeah, oh, 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 oh. what's your step you yeah, know there's yeah. nothing like that there's nothing like that I thought my gosh my gosh they don't care for me <laughs> but um we're getting, we're getting, guys. We're five minutes away from our destination. Mm. So what we've done, we've, what I've done is just put in a restaurant uh, into the sat nav. Yeah, and that's where we're going to. So a restaurant in Chamonix. Um, looks mm. like we're going to be turning left. So I'll get into that left lane. Wait to get Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's a white. It's a white. Uh, uh, Lovely, Ooh. lovely landscape we've got here it's now. It's so gorgeous! Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like the mountain is right in front of us. How can I describe like tree lined road? It's gone down to like one lane now, so we're off the um we're off the main road. Mm. Um but it's about seventy kilometres an hour this road. And it seems like we're coming into more of a built-up area. Yeah. Pat, can you look to your left? Can you see the um, chalets and stuff there? Yeah. Woo! Has anyone done a ski season and been like a chalet, a chalet boy or girl? girl? Oh, I'd oh, like boy. to know. I, I, That's I, what I, I never you did. Do. I know. At one time, we did think about it. I did think about it, but I never got me act together. Yeah. I've got know. friends who've done it. Did they enjoy themselves? Yeah. Like you make some awesome connections, make some friends. Yeah. Because like everyone's in, ski. it's like having a year abroad, you know. Yeah. It's like, and then you get to ski whenever, um, not whatever you want, but like you do your when work, you, yeah. and then you, uh, and then you've got freedom to go and ski. Yeah. I've got friends who, um, one of my friends, he has got a sweet setup. He teaches skiing or snowboarding to rich and their families and you know what sometimes they like they just pay him for the day but sometimes they don't even yeah they don't want to do you know know when like we're talking proper rich that it doesn't even matter to them they're like oh yeah we pay like even if they don't use him they're like oh today we're not going to do it but you know still get paid and he's He'll do a couple of hours with them, or maybe not. And, and then he's but got he's his own time. And he's, but he loves snowboarding, so he's out there anyway, and he does his thing. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's a nice little setup. Yeah, it's lovely. Yeah. Anyway. 
I reckon we uh, should we uh, we'll turn off. We'll 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 come back because I've got to concentrate, on, concentrate parking. on parking now, guys. So we'll come back once we get into the restaurant. Maybe we'll describe the restaurant to you. Yeah. Boy, boy's fast asleep. He's been asleep in this car, and um, we'll have to wake him up for his his, his lunch. lunch. <laughs> All right. Signing off. Signing off. Love you. Hi guys. We are back. Just a quick wrap up. Guys, we had such a lovely afternoon. It was beautiful. You're beautiful. It was beautiful. Such a bit. We we found finally found a parking where we left you. We actually had to concentrate a bit because we couldn't yeah. didn't know where to park. Went around in circles a couple times. Yeah. And then we um, found a, a, a great parking, a massive one. Yeah, definitely. And very close to the centre. But we actually got a free shuttle bus. Yeah. To the centre. Yeah. So the parking is outside, it's uh, on the outskirts of the town centre. Yeah, but not far. Not far, not far. Not far, not far. But you can't park centrally. Yeah. Top yeah. tip. Top tip for those visiting Chamonix. By car. Um, by, by car. Try not, you know, you're not going to park in the centre. Yeah, but it's so nice because it is fairly pedestrian. It was pedestrianised. It's, it's all sort of walkable. Everywhere is walkable, it seems. It's my first time in a snow place a small town can so, you imagine yeah it's my first time sort of the mayor being a black man i was thinking about that <laughs> this is throwing back to the Lindsay lohan film to the Lindsay because lohan i didn't see any other black people did you i saw a couple uh, how come i never see them i always see i saw a black woman when we were driving and then i saw another black woman yeah, I didn't yeah, see her. I'm usually ladies, very good at spotting other black people, but I thought to myself, imagine I just come here, arrived, and become the mayor of this place. <laughs> yeah. I mean, will they accept it me open heartedly? Yeah. But we ended up. We took the bus to the town centre. It was it was like a three five minute yeah, bus ride, yeah. nothing more than that. Yeah. And we walked. We we got to a position where we were right by a restaurant, and we thought, should we use that one? Should we go to that one or the one that I'd seen before we left the house? Yeah, the, the one, one that, that she I researched. In the end, we thought, let's let's just have a look at the one we researched. Yeah. Got there, and it was beautiful, guys. Extraordinaire. Extraordinaire. Especially our waitress. She was uh, ten beautiful, ten. wonderful, superb. Superb. Never is. She was absolutely amazing. She yeah. She really made the... Uh, she, she made she the whole set experience. The tone. Set the tone. Yeah, she's and great. And she was great with Boy Boy, and she really engaged, and she was great. We got the set menu. Yeah. So affordable. It was 37 euros yeah. for three courses. Yeah, oh my gosh. I didn't even know if I could do my dessert after that. Oh, I, I knew I had a bit of space, a bit of space left. Because we had so, the fondue, so... I'm going to sit off. Lots of cheese you. and bread. Lots of cheese and bread. So we start... Main... Um, starters was French onion soup. Yeah, we love a French onion soup. It was soup. delicious. Love a but, French onion soup. I mean, I feel soup. like I've had better. Yeah. But it was still very good. Yeah. And then we had fondue for mm. two people. We shared a fondue. Yeah. Cat's first fondue. Yeah. At a restaurant. In a restaurant. Sorry. restaurant. Yes. Yeah, sorry. Excuse yourself. Um. How do I get out? Is. I think the exit yeah. might be... It's not the, here. Oh, yeah. This way. I think I've got a rare. Yeah, and first one... And, you know, I made a faux pas. I don't know how many fondue experts we have that are listening to us. Okay. But, um, you know, I had my fondue and it... Uh, the first the first dip in the, in the um, cheese, the bread got ran away with me. Why did she make me go this way? That silly lady. 
Oopsie. Now he's turning up. This isn't the way out. No. Where is that lady was up? giving me way, but she's like sort of directing me. Go I know. that way, go that way. I know. And it's not the way out. I know. Yeah, so my bread fell off the fork. Fell off and the... And it drowned in the sea of And when we say cheese. fork, it's, not, it's like a peak, peak thing. Yeah. It's, not, it's not your usual fork. No. It's a long sort of... And that was, I think it's the same lady, isn't it? And that was my it's first same, attempt. It's, it's not here. It's not here. Yeah. Oh, that's a nice yeah. thing to do. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. She thought that was the way out. It's not. Yeah. So I don't see them having any signs that say exit. Yeah. I'm looking for exit sign. We can't see none. Yet. Yeah. So it's lovely. It was very nice and calm. Oh, and people. such a calm. I mean, I prefer towns and cities that have a bit more noise and hullabaloo. You know, I just like a little bit more rhythm to my Livida. Because I live the Livida Luca. That there's this sorty sign. Yeah, there it was behind us. Um, What you can imagine is this is just a wonderful day trip for us. And and anyone spending a week in the mountains it's a great little shout that's why the Brits love it here now man and what I must say you lot love it in Chamonix you love it in Chamonix I can see why and I can see why because it's 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 like a wonderland isn't it it's a world away it's a winter wonderland it's a winter wonderland it's a world away and also to eat out is really affordable so affordable to eat out there's there's some evening nightlife stuff happening yeah it's really affordable and it's great yeah, and there's so, lots of options, and you can shop. You can get yeah, your. Yeah, there's lots um, of shops there. There's a lot of luxury shops as well. Yeah, you could get your Man winter like clothes. This guy. Both of them, that in two lanes, we're trying to exit. In two lanes, people are trying to rearrange themselves. This guy themselves. literally must have put his ticket in his coat and his coat in the boots. You muppet. It's all right. And instead it's of reversing right. so other people can exit, man's there stopped in front of the barrier, going in every single pocket. He still can't find his ticket. Oh, bless him. He must be embarrassed, though. I uh, should be. <laughs> And these people in front of us, I don't know what they've done with their ticket. There it goes, in it goes. You see? And he left his door open for his girlfriend to be, like, all cold. Has he got a girlfriend in there? Yeah, there's someone in the front. Oh, what a silly, silly one. He's found it. It's a child, isn't it? No, it's a girl. Who's it? Who's it? Well, I'm so invested in, oh, in who's in this guy's what, car. What I would do if I was him, I'd probably see about reversing it out of the way. Do you know what? I think some people pay with their bank card on the oh, exit. Yeah. Then how do you just use the machines? Oh my gosh, we're still talking, guys. I'm gonna have to cut all of that out. Anyway, we'll just say goodbye to you. Thank you for, Thank listening, you for listening and joining us. And let us know if you ever go to a winter wonderland. I, I'm, it's my first time, and I thought I might not enjoy it, but I, I'm impressed. I'm, yeah. a, I'm impressed. And Kat, we didn't do any skiing. We didn't actually go no, up no. the mountain. No. So, guys, let us know if you are. Are you guys yearly skiers? Do you always come to Chamonix, to Morzine, or any of the other ones? In Italy, in France, in Austria, in Switzerland, in Where all those places, go? Scandinavia, America, let Japan. Let us know. I think Where the people in go- front of us are having problems. Oh, they're oh gonna, God. they're gonna do it as well. He's going instead of instead of putting your ticket in the machine first and paying for your ticket these people trying to pay on the exit and it's not working this guy's trying to reverse his boots wide open oh. what is going on get out and close your boot love <laughs> you can't oh see my god idea. what are people doing <laughs> I, think, I think it's the cold air it's the cold air getting to their brain have some sense close your boot mate thank you very much I think, I think the cold <gasps> air melts 
brain cells. I'm going to go back, take his place. Yeah, careful, because other there's a Range Rover behind me. Yeah, he's going to want to do the same thing. Natalia hasn't exercised oh, her road rage in a long time. I haven't. So, I've been uh, really good, guys. So, so this is this is the moment you're all going <laughs> to be witness to. I don't know if it to. might be a bit tight for me. It might be a bit tight for me to exit that way. I need a bit more space to go back. Here we go. I'm like, let's hope that we don't block it up. Imagine if we are blocking the team uh -oh. now. This is one the... route, mercy. Uh -oh. Oh, 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 I'm in I had to because I changed lanes to go into this lane where the guy had to reverse back out of the thing. I had okay. to. I actually passed a, a ridge. Yeah. I sort of went over a ridge. Yeah, nothing to do with nothing else. Why is my thing? Is my map updating? Yeah, it's turning around. All right, let's say oh, yeah. au revoir. Let's say au revoir, guys. Merci <laughs> Thank you for joining you. us on our oot and a boot Thank you to so Chamonix. Right to us. Right. To <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for joining me. Bye. 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 B